0: And I'm a universal channel, I'm not sure if you've ever heard the term universal channel, as a matter of fact it came up in one of my sessions when I admitted to somebody that that is in fact what I am, I'm a universal channel. So I went home that day to check it out to find out what that meant and I googled universal channel and apparently I'm a TV station in Australia or Austria, it could be Austria, I'm not really sure. But anyway, I'm some kind of TV station. Uh, the information that I'm going to impart to you uh, in in questions and, you know, in these questions and answer periods is, uh, is completely channeled. Uh, I don't have a clue of what it is that I'm about to say, it's just something that comes through me. So we're going to share a, a really interesting connection, me and you. Uh, in the fact that uh, when I'm about to answer a question, neither one of us knows what's about to come out of my mouth. Uh, So I hope you find it interesting. Uh, I do know that, uh, quite often, what comes out is a different take on any, or, or a bunch of different subjects. Now, for the most part, we're going to be talking about relationships. But those relationships could be anything. Relationships at work, or with your family, or you know with yourself any anything at all there's going to be something connected to all the relationships uh, that you can experience each one of the episodes is going to have a different topic and i'm going to be talking about the topic and uh, with it you know my understanding of what the topic is about and then i'm going to answer a few questions so hopefully in the near future We're going to be able to set it up so that you guys can call in and ask questions directly, and I'll be able to answer them in real time. And right now, we're just developing a HeyRay Q&A, so be a little bit patient with us. I hope you enjoy. I hope you keep checking things out. Tell all your friends about it, And, and I honor my deepest connection to you all. You guys have a wonderful day, and thanks for listening. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Uh, So welcome, and today's episode is going to be about daddy issues. Now, before I I get into this, I want to tell you that I I decided a while ago that I was going to rely exclusively on my connection. As a universal channel, I was not going to try and be, you know, a, a... to know what was going on or, or to have some type of script, I just wanted to really do this off the cuff as much as I possibly can. And just rely on the fact that I have this information that's going to come out and, and trust that it will. Uh, this issue is going to be called Daddy Daddy Issues. and. Um, I have a, a a girl that works with me, and she comes up with these things, and she comes up with the ideas, and and she also right now she finds questions that are out there that people have asked other people. We don't have uh, questions coming in for ourselves right now, but I'm hoping that eventually we're going to be able to do um, to do this in real time, and people can call up once you find out you know what I do and. And, you know how my information comes out uh, Hopefully you'll give us a call and you could do that anonymously and I'll do the best I can To be able to to give you, you know universal information as all I can call it I, I think you'll be able to notice that as as time goes on some of these questions get answered because I'm not going to do Generally speaking the answers are not done in a typical way okay, so uh, what happened here is that um, this is going to be really interesting for me because daddy issues. Uh, I don't have much of a connection to it personally. Um, I was adopted, and uh, you know, my my situation with my dad is that he was a really nice guy. You know, um, he was a really nice guy, and he was not particularly intelligent or anything, or not that I knew anyway. And I guess the best way to explain that is that once they adopted me, uh, my mother was sick and she had diabetes, and they actually adopted me because uh, she had lost a child in, in 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 childbirth. She had lost a little girl, and and she was really sort of losing her mind. So I guess you know when a puppy dies, you get another puppy, and so I was. The new puppy and it didn't really work. You know, my mother just got she was sicker and sicker She had diabetes. She went blind and there was a lot of problems that that she had and my dad had to take care of everything He's a great guy had a big big heart and stuff like that, but uh, you know they adopted a puppy that was nuts So I was in show business at a very early age at nine years old uh, I, I did uh, uh, Labo M at nine years old, and I was the youngest person to sing for the Lyric Opera Company. And and I'll tell you about my life, you know, maybe sporadically through this whole thing. But we're talking about dads, and I'm talking about a guy who um, was doing everything in the world to take care of his wife, you know, and and uh, he loved her. He was really, he was really very wonderful with that, you know. But uh, you know, he didn't. He didn't know how to handle a kid in show business. You know, he thought he was doing the right thing by, by signing contracts and by putting me, getting me. You know, they they had um, uh, my music teachers and everybody around. You know, was doing everything uh, just because I was talented. They knew the situation. I don't think my parents paid for anything. Uh, I was just getting. Uh, everything handed to me because people really believed that I had something and I was something special. Well, I certainly was something special, but not in a particularly good way. I was really nuts, and, and I was, uh, I was very, uh, very, very needy and uh, uh, very difficult, and really, uh, I mean, the, the, the poor man was. My dad was really out of his out of his comfort zone. The whole time, Um, never understood how to connect with me. And every time that he tried, I made sure that uh, it didn't work out. You know, I I I, I beat everybody up around me. So for me to to say, you know, what what is it, what is it supposed to be, what 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 are you supposed to be like? You know, that that type of relationship between you and your dad or or being a dad and, and my kids, you know. And I can honestly say that that it's an area there that I probably avoided throughout most of my life because, you know, I, I really needed to have some type of connection with a mom and uh, and I sort of didn't care too much about my connection with my dad. It was just non-existent. Unfortunately, that's a little bit of the way it was with my boys, uh, that I uh, I was a dad, and I had no concept of how to be a dad. Well, today I understand that a little bit differently today, after working with people and, and understanding, <clears throat> understanding the power of being connected, understanding the power of being a dad and a mom in any, any particular situation, and how you're supposed to handle that as a unit, I can understand that being a unit uh, would, would really affect uh, how a father would be able to connect with a daughter or with a son. I understand that that the depth of importance that you would have in, in, in accepting the responsibility of being a father, you know, that it would be very, very important for you to understand how to listen to your kids and how to connect with them. And how to to be somebody that provided them with uh, with guidance and and to understand to be ahead of the game and to be able to understand what a person's likely to need, based on your own experience and and normal people's experiences going to school and you know uh, going to college and 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 learning how to to have. You know, boyfriends and girlfriends and dads are supposed to be able to help them and guide them and all that stuff. I had none of that, none of it at all. And so I really didn't have much experience. Uh, I handled things when it happened, and, and my boys uh, my boys had a rough time, I think, uh, with life because, uh, because I just couldn't get ahead of the game. I didn't know how to do it and how to connect with them. So if they're watching, I'm sorry, guys. You know, uh, I certainly would have done it if I, if I had known. I couldn't have been close to my dad. It wouldn't, wouldn't work out. Uh, I found out years later, you know, when actually in my 40s, I found out that, uh, that my mother, I'd met my mother and I found out that uh, basically that it was a terrible story she hated me she tried to kill me and all this stuff. It really did affect my connection with my mother and father and and all that stuff and I sort of glommed the two of them together. I sort of think that that parents are parents and having a connection with a father that it that it would be separate from a mother I don't see that I don't see I see them as mother and father as being a team. That's supposed to work together and and you know and and, uh, and help you grow and help you be connected and and help you live life and being able to to talk to you and see what you're going through and 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 have a positive influence rather than just telling you exactly what to do and being done with it. Uh, I think that that's hard. I think that it's difficult to understand. That what you're supposed to be doing, although you don't want to be friends with your kids, and people tell you that all the time, you're supposed to be a parent. I think that you do need to be friends as well. I think you do need to be able, you know, to look at your kids and and recognize them as little human beings, as as tiny little, you know, uh, uh, you know, potential adults, and to be able to talk to them and say and say things like. Um, you know uh, you know how are you today and what's bothering you today and and you can you can tell me about your fears and you know maybe we can figure them out together maybe I don't have all the answers but you know I definitely here for you and I want to I want you to have a safe space to talk to me and, and to be able to to communicate with me uh, I, I'd like to have that I think that that's important I think that You know, people that have daddy issues, you know, uh, they will bring that disconnect to other issues in their life. They will, they will recognize that with both of their parents and, and, you know, mothers not so much because mothers are a lot more present and everything, but dads are sort of disconnected. Dads are sort of like running around taking care of work and bringing money home and, and sitting home and drinking a beer and, watching television and that type of thing and and I don't know that people ever get the love and and if you did I'm, I'm really happy for you but I think that most people uh, most people even don't recognize what that love is when you know when it's happening and when they're actually connected with their life on a daily basis you just sort of think that that's Whatever it was, that's the way it's supposed to be, you know, if you have a great father and and they're there and they're present in your life, well, that's the way it's supposed to be. If you're in a family that there's no connection whatsoever, well, that's the way it's supposed to be, because how are you supposed to know any different? It's the same thing as with being in a, an abusive family. People that are physically and emotionally abusive as children, we think that's the way it's supposed to be, and that's how we we react to everything. Unfortunately, that's also the way that we take those kinds of things to our own families and to our kids and to you know our partners and all that stuff. So, so anyway. Um, I just feel um, I feel like you know a lot of people talk about having daddy issues. In saying, in the terms of of how being disconnected, always wanting to feel connected to a father, uh, contributes to an inability to be connected to anyone else. It takes your time. Uh, away from being in this moment because you're still looking for some kind of acceptance. You're still looking for somebody for it to guide you and, and all that stuff. I think that it's interesting because daddy issues sort of permeate a lot of relationships. People bring it with them. Rather than being able to recognize or finding out that uh, somebody should somewhere down the line should have told you that, that you have to set that aside. If you don't have the connection, you have to be your own father. If you don't have that connection, you have to be your own mother. You're going to have to do that at some point in order to be able to grow up and be able to take care of your relationships in a healthy manner. Uh, you know, being able to to say, you know, how do I want to have it? I, I didn't have it with my, ch- with my dad, so I want to have this with my children. Or I want to have this connection with my partner. You know, I want to be able to do that. And to be able to recognize that you didn't get it from a parent or that you did get it from a parent will sort of help you recognize and understand that those experiences that you had at that time are nothing more than ways to guide you as far as what you need to do for yourself today. Okay, so uh, not having a father in your life um, could be really rough. But what can you get out of the fact that you didn't have a father in your life? How will that affect you and how can you learn from that? Because, Because what it is, is a lesson. What it is, is not having a father or having a good father or having a negative experience. Those are all lessons as far as you being able to live your life today. You know, this is, this is not anything that you hold on to. You don't say, my dad hit me and all that stuff, so I'm going to be upset about that for the rest of my life until I can get revenge or something like that. You, know, you look at that situation and you say, you know, my dad hit me, so what, what were the reasons for that? You know, you could say, my dad hit me because I was bad. Or you could say, my dad hit me because you know, he had problems, because he didn't understand a better way of dealing with situations, because he didn't have commun- communication skills, because he didn't have a good love in his family and all that stuff. When you look at it that way, you can say to yourself, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to understand those things, and then I'm going to act in a different way. I want to act in accordance with what I decide I want in my life. If I want to be a really good father, I'm going to take everything that I know about being a father in every situation that I've ever been around, and I'm going to apply everything that I can, one way or another, into the new the new situation that I'm involved with, that I'm taking care of, that's my responsibility. So um, that's what channeling is about. I have no idea what it is that I just got done saying to you. Uh, it came out, it flowed, and um, universal channel, what can I tell you here? All right, so anyway, uh, I, I, I hope that helped out. Uh, I can't wait to hear what I said, uh, but now I'm going to, uh, i want to go into a couple questions here. And I'm going to see how well I do, okay? So hang on a second, and I'll be right back to you. Okay, uh, I'm back. You, I don't know if you can tell that I'm back, you know, if it was... Because uh, it looks like it's continuous. I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, we're going to get into the uh, Q&A part of this, uh, of this episode. And remember, it's about dads and stuff, and... and uh, so I've been trying to uh, to stay away from reading the questions ahead of time so that I can just sort of, uh, you know, like be spontaneous as much as possible. I did take a quick look at these, uh, to be honest with you. I took a look at a couple of them and uh, to, to find out what, um, you know, basic, you know, like what kind of direction they were going to take, okay? So the one question, uh, first question is... Uh, is a heartbreaker. My father left when I was four, and my mom never remarried. Uh, there's never been a male presence. I'm scared of what I do remember about my dad. How can I ease my fear of men? Well, there's a bunch of different things that are, that are happening here, and I'm sorry about the loss of your father and the fact that he wasn't around. Um, I was wondering if there were uncles and if there were people around you or, uh, that were male and, um, you know, what effect that they could have had on you. It seems to me that my connection is telling me that, that you really did manage to hold off uh, in every area of your life, every aspect of your life, and you dealt with the, that uh, those aspects of your life Uh, with your mother, and you were able to connect with her, and she did satisfy an awful lot of, uh, of your needs growing up as a young woman. I would say the one thing that seems to be missing right now is the connection with yourself and your own strength and your power as a woman, being strong, and I'm not sure that that has much to do with, you know, your connection with your father. I'm sure that your father could have brought in some some aspects of strength and some acts, aspects of dealing with different types of situations that would have made them easier, like men do. Men men process situations and they fix them and then they get out. And there's a, there's a power in that that uh, that being a woman might be sort of overlooked without understanding why men do that why men do that is because you know that's we're geared towards taking care of things and fixing situations and and really staying out of things uh, where our emotions are concerned I can understand that not having a father around would make you feel uh, a, a little uh, in different situations with men uh, a little less adaptive at at being able to handle uh, what men are like, but I'm not entirely sure that you need to have that. I am pretty sure that what you need to do is, is find your own power, find your power as a woman and make some decisions as to what it is that you want in a relationship because that's the second part of this thing is how can I ease my fear of men? You can ease your fear of men by recognizing what it is that you want and making sure that that's what you get. Your fear of men is implying that men can do anything that they want to do simply because they're men. Well, they can if you let them. And if you have a a direction If you have a plan of what it is that you want in relationships concerning men and concerning anybody, that puts you in charge. So let's just take, for instance, that uh, you're going to be dating some guy and, you know, and he is uh, he's a little on the obnoxious side. Well, let's, you know, but there's other things about him that you like. You might find that in your power as being a woman and a potential partner in a relationship that you might want to see and ask him, does he understand what it is that he's doing and is there a reason that he's doing that and what is he getting out of it? You might be able to say to him, listen, you know, I'm not going to stick around with somebody that's obnoxious and maybe you ought to take a look at the fact that that this is the way you come off. Uh, because if you find that there's value in me, you might want to consider doing that. And I don't think that that's a bad thing to say to somebody if there's a, a potential of a relationship there. If if you're not entirely sure if there's a potential of a relationship and you're with somebody that is obnoxious, simply you know, say, excuse yourself and get the hell out of there. Because... If you want a good relationship and someone's obnoxious, they're not going to give you the relationship that you want. So you have no responsibility, and you have, you're not, you know, uh, what do you, what do you say? There's no reason for you not to leave and get what it is that you want. You have the power, you know, so don't believe that that you have to be afraid of men. What you have to do is you have to watch and sh- and see if you're going to get the things that you need, and if not, don't be afraid, just leave, okay? So I hope that helps out a little bit here. Here's another one. Uh, I'm a a father of three-month-old twins. My wife is handling postpartum, he misspelled that, postpartum like a champ. Uh, I try to help the best I can But I feel like my wife's depression after our son's birth is pushing me away. How can I help during this time? Okay, that's sort of interesting. So let's do this again. I'm a father of three-month-old twins. My wife is handling postpartum like a champ. I try to help the best I can but I feel like my wife's depression after our son's birth is pushing me away. How can I help during this time? Um, I think the thing to do is, is to focus on the partnership. I think the thing to do is to, to talk to her and, and talk with her Uh, away from the issue is to recognize the differences and to recognize the the depression and what she's going through and everything about the family, a whole dynamic about the family, and to be able to say to her, listen, this relationship is very important to me and you are very important to me. So the way that this relationship is going and the interaction between us is not Correct, and it's not paying off the way that we're doing things. So what I'd like to do with you is talk to you separately, talk to you outside of the relationship so we can analyze the connection between the two of us and be able to come up with a different way to handle these different situations. Now, as far as the kids are concerned, I'm trying to do as much as I possibly can in order to take some of the pressure off of you and i want you to recognize that uh, and and see that that's actually what's happening so that you feel like uh, you feel like you have a partner here i don't want you to miss out on anything and i don't want you to feel that your depression is is that you're doing this alone you're going to have a tendency and you're both going to have a tendency and be being able to focus on the negative things and the disconnect Those things are easy to see, they're easy to find. But being a partner and being a dad in this situation and being a man in this situation, it's going to be important for you to be able to balance out the good and the bad so that you do recognize that that she's doing well, that she's handling, uh, she's just had a very traumatic situation happen to her. She's had brought kids into this world and that it is going to affect every area of her life but you're there for her and you're not trying to fix it you're not trying to change anything you know you know that that will happen but you know that it'll happen by being able to point out the positive parts about the relationship the parts positive parts about loving her and caring for her and 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 the fact that you recognize that she's doing a tremendous job and then occasionally she goes into a depression and then that's okay, you know, that it's fine. You understand, maybe you can't do anything about it, but you understand that she is in a depression and that it won't always be like that. So you may not be able to fix it or you're certainly probably not going to be right if you think that you know what she needs. So try not to know what she needs. Try to understand that that you want to be able to to set it up so she believes that you want to help her out for her and not for you. You want to be able to be there for her while she's going through these changes because you want a healthy relationship and you want her to know that you're there for her through, throughout the entire thing, and not just basically to shut her up so life is comfortable for you. That's going to take continuous talking about about how much you love her, how much you care about the situation, how much you care for her, and that you're willing and that you want to be there, and if she needs something, that you may not be able to give it to her all the time, But you certainly want to. And when you tell somebody that you really want to be there for them, that's enough. As a matter of fact, telling somebody that you really want to be there for them and you don't know how is a very loving statement. To me, that says more than I love you because I love you is just sort of like, yeah, that's nice. But if you say to her, we're going to get through this. If you say to her, you know, honey, you just had kids and, and we're going to be fine and we're going to learn how to deal with all this kind of stuff and I'm really in your corner and I really want to be there for you and I really want you to know and to be able to trust me when I say to you, I want a really good relationship and I want it with you, that's going to help you out a whole, a whole lot, so I hope it does. Hang on a second. Let's see the next one here. She says, I can't ever trust guys for more than six months. I have the best honeymoon stages of relationships, but then right after six months, I start pushing the prospect away. Usually I get kind of jealous and untrusting of men. My boyfriend says this is typical of daddy issues, but how can I get rid of them? Hmm, that's interesting. All right, let's, let's, let's do that again, okay? I can't trust guys for more than six months. I have the best honeymoon stages of relationships, but then right after six months, I start to push prospects away. I'm starting to get this. I'm starting to hook up with this. Usually I get kind of jealous and untrusting of men. My boyfriend says this is typical of daddy issues. How can I get rid of them? I think what's happening here is not necessarily a daddy issue. Uh, you may have some problems with, with, you know, being connected to your father or something like that, and maybe that there was some distance there. And maybe that distance is what's showing you that you don't know how to be connected to somebody, and that's possible, that 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 could be uh, connected to that. Not entirely sure. After about a six-month period of time, what happens with people is that, you're right, the honeymoon session is over. Honeymoon thing is done, which means that anytime a situation happens between you, anytime an issue comes up between the two of you, you don't know what to do. It causes a lot of frustration and it causes a lot of fear. So, what I would suggest that you do is recognize that you don't know how to handle those kinds of situations. Recognize that if you're with somebody in those situations, that the likelihood is, is that neither one of you know how to handle an issue at the core of the relationship. So the core of the relationship is are we connected? And if we are connected, then how do we as partners handle issues? So every one of those issues that, that is that you're uh, coming that is coming up after the six-month period it could be anything it could be anything at all and in this case it sounds like other girls are involved like maybe he's looking at other girls and you don't know how to deal with that you know and, and he's saying that he's with you but you don't trust it because you you're not connected. So what you would want to do is say in every situation, Let's just say that you go out to a restaurant. If you go out to a restaurant and you see him looking at another girl, and guys are always going to do that, it's going to affect your feelings of security. So instead of coming home after the restaurant and saying, why did you look at the other girls, and I don't want you to look at other girls, and him saying, well, I'll never look at other girls, and all that stuff, and then feeling like that that actually did anything, and it didn't, because he's always going to look at other girls, what you would want to do is before you go to the restaurant, make sure that you're connected. Make sure that you go to a restaurant as partners. Make sure that he recognizes that you know, uh, if he looks at other girls, you're going to feel insecure. So what he wants to do is make sure that you don't feel insecure because he's going to tell you that I really do care about you and I really do want a good relationship with you and I want, to, want you to know that, that we're out together and I, and I care about you and I, and I want to have a, a healthy, positive relationship and I want it to be with you. And when you do that, when you do and you say the back back the same thing to them. So when you walk into the restaurant, the two of you are connected. When you feel connected and you feel secure about the fact that the person really does want to have a good relationship with you and he looks at somebody else, it's not the same thing. It's not a big, it's not a big deal because you could say you know, you could be a little scared about this in the beginning, and you could say, you know, I thought we were connected, and he because absolutely, we are, you know. We are definitely connected, you know. Looking at somebody does not mean that we're not connected. Me being even attracted or you being attracted to another person does not mean that we're not connected. It means that we're connected, and we're humans. We're connected, and things happen mistakes happen. All kinds of stuff happens, but we're connected. Always we are connected first. I have a saying that, that I tell everybody, don't do anything in relationships to be connected. Be connected to do everything in relationships. So in a situation where you are in a restaurant, you're looking at somebody, don't try to find ways of fixing it afterwards. Find ways of fixing it beforehand. Find ways of connecting with each other and knowing each other's intentions. My intention is to be in a good relationship with you. That's my intention. My humanity, I'm going to notice other women. That They're two separate things. I'm connected with you and I'm attracted to other women. That's a big. That's not a big deal. You find that if you really connected with this person and you learned that, and you learned to trust that the person wants to be in a good relationship with you and doesn't want to risk having a lousy relationship with you but is able to talk to you about the fact that he's a guy and you know other girls are going to pass by, when you really recognize that the person does want to have a good relationship, you might find that you're going to be pointing out cute girls for him because he likes cute girls, but he loves you, okay? So I hope that one helps out too. Well, thanks for listening. If you want to find out about a session with me, you can go to my webpage at innerpowerinsights.com and there's information for you there. If you'd like to be a friend, a Facebook friend, uh, you can go to Inner Power Insights on Facebook and check me out there. Uh, I honor my deepest connection to you all, and I hope you have a wonderful day and life.